Hi, it's Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. Placing an offer (coughs) and protecting your offer and contingencies. If you see any properties that are of interest to you, let us know. We'll gladly send you a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house. Or private preview is available upon request. If you have a home you'd like to sell, you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you or I'll buy it for cash. This guarantee will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you could sell your home for, call me at 213-880-9910 now. (coughs) Alright, so first, the most important thing to know when placing an offer on a property and you happen to really like that property, you want to move in or you want to own that property, then you need to know the safest strategy, which is put in your your offer early and put in the highest offer possible early. That is the safest, most reliable way to increase your chances of getting into that property for your own. Okay? Now, if you're a bit more sophisticated, if you're an investor, you're going to do part of that a little differently. <coughs> you're still going to want to put in your offer early because you're going to always want to try to beat out the other buyers to the best deals and to buy those before the other buyers have a chance to see the listing and before the, the other buyers have a chance to buy that property and put in an offer and buy it. Okay, that's why you put it in early. Secondly, if you're an investor, you're going to be offering less money and offering less money and putting more offers on more properties because you're not going to be emotionally invested in the property. You're going to be going by calculation of return on, on investment. You're going to be looking at the bottom line and the potential profit. That means buying the property low and selling it high. So investors are going to want to put in more offers on more properties. They're going to be looking, they're going to be mining, searching, hunting for those sellers that are more motivated and uh, more willing to negotiate and looking for those some sellers that are desperate or eager to sell their property quickly at a lower price. Okay, that's for investors. So we'll talk about um, a strategy for if you uh, really love that home it's in a fantastic neighborhood. Other buyers that want to buy that home, um, it's going to get multiple offers. Then you're going to use what is an advanced tactic called a, an escalation clause. Escalation clause means that it escalates a little piece of verbiage, a little piece of legal, legalese that you're going to put in with your offer. And it's going to say that your offer is going to start off at whatever low amount. That way it'll save you money uh, if, there's no, if the other offers are not high. And then your escalation clause is going to say that your offer is going to go up automatically. 
say $2,000 above the highest offer. Uh, that will allow you to automatically beat out the other buyers uh, that are trying to buy the home that you want to be your home. Okay? And then it'll also say that the seller, uh, to, <coughs> if they want to get that higher amount of money, they need to show you that the higher offer that was going to beat your offer, and then your offer will automatically go up. Okay, so that's called an escalation clause. And that's uh, something that not every real estate agent knows how to do. Not every real estate agent knows when to use it. But now you know. Another thing is I want to talk about briefly is contingencies. Contingency uh, protects you. It protects your deposit when you're trying to buy, buy a place. Uh, in California, <coughs> you, excuse me, you automatically get three contingencies that are boilerplate built into a California realtor's uh, residential purchase agreement. Those three contingencies to protect you are used for most <coughs> offers <coughs> automatically. That is a loan contingency. First of all, it's the, uh, there's the inspection contingency, which says that you could look at the house, have a home inspector come out, look at it carefully, find out all, everything that's wrong with it, and then you can <coughs> cancel your purchase if there's some things that are wrong with it that you don't want to deal with. Okay, that's the first contingency. The second one is appraisal contingency. Uh, the lender usually sends out an appraiser if you're getting a loan, which most buyers are getting a home loan mortgage. And uh, then if it does not appraise, if, it's, if the appraiser says, no, this home's not worth enough, it's not worth what you're trying to borrow and pay for it, then you can cancel if it does not appraise. Th third one is the loan contingency. If the, for whatever reason, if the lender says, no, we're not going to give you your loan because we don't like your finances, what we have learned about your finances and so forth, or you're not able to give us all the documents that we need uh, for your mortgage, then you can cancel your purchase and uh, get your deposit back. So those are three common contingencies. So let's talk about a couple contingencies that are sometimes added, used by buyers. One is uh, the viewing contingency. Viewing contingency is for buyers who well, see a listing online, uh, they want to buy that, but they're not able to get in there. Either the, either the renter is not, is not letting anyone in, there might be a ten tenant in there who doesn't want to be bothered because they filled the place up with clutter or whatever, and you're not able to get in there and look at it before you place your offer. Well, uh, to make the buyer feel better, they just add another contingency called a viewing contingency. That lets the seller know that you need to get inside to see the interior before your offer becomes uh, valid. That viewing contingency is actually uh, superfluous and unnecessary because it's already covered under the inspection contingency. But the viewing contingency is mainly just to make the buyer and seller feel better about what they're trying to accomplish with that offer and that contingency, which is to see the interior of the unit before the offer becomes uh, uh, an offer. All right? Yes. You want to play with your friend? Yeah. Why don't you play with your friend? Here, take off your leash and play with it. 
Play with your lefty friend. Let's play. Just play. He wants to play. He wants to play. Come here. He wants to play. He wants to play. Play with your friend. Play with your lefty friend. You don't want to play? My dog's not always so playful. In fact, he's rarely playful. <coughs> In fact, he's never playful with other dogs. <laughs> he sees other dogs as a, either a potential threat or a, or as a neutral non-threat. Oh, there he goes. All right. So, uh, what else? We got one more contingency to tell you about in our little preview here for you. That contingency is called the um, contingency uh, of sale of your uh, other property. All right, so that's a contingency for the sale of your other property. So you want to buy a property, but you need to sell another property first to pay for it and so forth. That's a contingency for the sale of your other property. It's a COP form for that contingency and uh, that's it that's that's pretty common if you need to sell another property before you are obligated to buy the next property okay uh, so that's a special preview as I mentioned earlier a property information packet is available on any loft condo or house or private preview is available upon request uh, call 213-880-9910. Thanks for joining me, Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. We'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.